0: I'm Glenn Southam and welcome to the podcast that shares the challenges, successes and advice of marketing professionals working in recruitment. You also get to find out their favourite swear word. You can find me on LinkedIn, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Glenn Southam and the podcast website can be found at thelonelymarketers.com, the no-strings network for marketers in recruitment. This is The Lonely Marketer Show. Let's get going. Hello, everyone, welcome to the penultimate episode in series one of The Lonely Marketer. Today, I only had to roll out of bed to be at Swanstaff's offices in my hometown of Dartford, and I'm joined by Ellie Lewis, the head of marketing of Swanstaff, as well as one of her team, Tony Kidd. The first double act we've had on the show, so I'm looking forward to this. Um, Swanstaff are a UK focused business with a presence throughout the country and work across a range of sectors. Um, the business is a bit different compared to those who some other guests have worked for, so I'm interested to see if the approach to marketing differs much as well. Uh, welcome Ellie and Tierney, ready to go? Yeah, excited. Yeah, cool. um, j- just on that, um, what I mentioned there about the, the high volume, UK focused, multiple offices, like I say, a lot of the businesses we spoke to previously have probably been international offices and and less of probably the, the branch model that yeah. you guys, um, Guys working. How does how does that um, affect the way you market? Because you've obviously got a lot of different offices. Does that mean you have to kind of just have a kind of a suite of things to use to just roll out?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, I guess for us, it's all about the fact that the challenges are different in every location. Um, whilst we do focus on some core target markets, such as driving and industrial and healthcare, um, being the two key ones, some of the branches have got sort of their own little niches that they also focus on. So I guess for us, it's really knowing those teams, knowing their business um, and, what, what they're trying to achieve really. So you've you've almost got mini marketing plans. Okay, so the, are
0: the niches in the different locations, like they're quite sector specific as well as location specific? Exactly, like yes. So
1: um, one of our branches, for example, um, does quite a lot of stuff with VETS, um, yep. which none of the other branches do, and it just came through somebody else that came to work for us that yeah. had done that before. Um, and saw a sort of a, a, an opening there for them so, so you can't movie. you can't
0: really just you can't pick up something and say it works for liverpool it works for down here in kent no. you can't do that because it is so different
1: exactly exactly um i mean there, there are obviously certain things that work for everybody so yeah. we do tend to do some company-wide um, campaigns um but um yeah it's all about being sort of integrated with those branches we have monthly meetings um with the managers um, here we go out to the branches we train people in the branches we do induction training about two days worth of marketing induction training probably more expensive
0: for you to get around the uk than some of some people to get internationally i would have thought we've trained and things like that
1: exactly so um so yeah it's all just really about tapping into into their little bubble that they're living in in their in their branch themselves and um working out how how we can support them, really. And is
0: that is that from, like you were saying, just structured meetings, you're kind of committed to, to those every month and things, are you?
2: Yeah, it's about knowing the team, I think, to say a team, uh, say, in Ipswich, will say, like, oh, we're really struggling for candidates. It may be that a local competitor to them is running a scheme that's sort of taking all of their candidates away, mm-hmm. and so it's realising what we can do in that specific area that we don't necessarily need to do everywhere else, and so realising how we can sort of get those back on board. I think,
0: well, that's important, isn't it? I think recruitment in general can fall into that trap where recruitment marketing in some cases in general can just fall into that trap where you do try and just put that one size fits all approach type thing, and I think those communication lines are very important. Yeah, I mean,
1: even between the different sectors that we work in, healthcare um, clients, react very differently to things that we do than a driving industrial client would. So, Mm. you know, some of the stuff we do is quite cheesy, quite fluffy, the healthcare people might love that, whereas perhaps some of the driving and industrial people that we're targeting, need to be spoken to in a different way yeah. so it's there's a lot of sort of uh, adapt adaption to stuff that we're doing really what
0: about for um, hiring internally I, I, could, I can imagine that's probably a more of a, a one size because um, you've got quite a quirky brand haven't you yeah we yeah. do
2: We our company culture is really important to us about sort of being being a swan and stuff like that but realizing that being a swan is a different thing in every different area and trying to replicate maybe what we have here at head office doesn't work in every location because they are a smaller team we can't do the same thing we can as a big team Um, to just trying to integrate them with sort of like quarterly company meetings um, summer events christmas events and just getting everyone together so we can all be one but understanding how they can work on their own i
0: I think that again that's important again we've spoken more about internationally and we talk about culture and things like that but there's still huge cultural differences in the in the UK, isn't Definitely. there? Well, even even if you look here, you you know being based down here in in Dartford is is completely different approach to how you'd attract people if you had a if you had a head office in the middle of the city, isn't it? It's co- yeah. absolutely different. Cool. What do you think from from your marketing perspective? And you you've spoken about a few of those challenges um, in terms of tailoring your approach to to different sectors and locations. On a on a more general scale, um, what do you think the biggest challenge that are facing marketers at the moment? A lot of people have said like the range of technology that's available and things like that. But what what are you seeing as the as the biggest challenges at the moment?
1: Um, I'd say that the marketplace just changes really quickly, um, and knowing where to funnel your time and budget really, um, and not getting distracted by all the noise. But still being able to test things out, you wanna mm. test the new stuff, you wanna yeah. know. So um, what we tend to do, um, we've, we've got a team of three of us here, so. Um, mm-hmm. Is that it ensure, as well, just Yeah, head just, office. just yep. head office for marketing, yeah. So we've got the, the team of three here, and we tend to ensure sort of, there's a couple of people just working on core stuff, getting stuff through, while maybe myself or Tini will be testing something new, and then maybe on one branch, seeing yep. if it works, seeing how we can adapt it to other people, um, just so that we can sort of keep it, you know, you, you want to keep ahead and yeah. be involved in it all, but you don't want to be being drawn off doing this and then realising actually six months down the line, it doesn't work, it's not going to work for us. Yeah. Um, so I'd say that's quite quite a big thing. And I guess for us, we wear lots of hats. So one day <laughs> we'll be doing, we'll be SEO and pay-per-click at um, sort of experts one day. The next day we'll be... Um, Running a company event, or the day after that, we might be um, doing sort of sales incentives and stuff like that. So we get quite involved in a lot of a lot of the core business activity as well.
0: So how do you, how how do you manage that? And I think that's a common thing. Is like you say, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you yeah. That? I think I think that Lots that, that probably boards. says it all. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine there's there's a lot of post-it notes yeah. uh, flying about. Um, you know, regardless, I, th- I think it's very much in in recruitment generally is that uh, marketers kind of do get dragged all over the place in terms yeah. of in terms of what they do, and I think managing that and even maybe just changing changing the way the business looks at marketing is is important in that yeah. sense, isn't it? Is it is it just pure? you know, obsessive planning on what you're going to do. I think it's that. I can see a to-do list right in front of me there (laughs) too. It's just
2: them sort of working to the team strengths I think as well and sort of yeah, everyone has their different things that they're very interested in. Obviously, you want to be interested in what you're doing as well, but obviously, making sure everyone has that rounded knowledge as well, so it's sort of just adapting. Yeah, yeah and we have daily team huddles where we
1: sit down and just say what we've done, what we've got planned for the next day, and if someone's got a huge task list and isn't going to finish it and they're sort of time-dependent, they'll just pass it on to somebody else in the team, so it's quite dynamic in that sense. That's and good. Um, I mean, our biggest challenge recently, we've done our new website, so yeah. we were all, like, doing everything for that like all of our, all three of us were on that but we still had the day-to-day stuff we um, we do a lot of work on the things like the job adverts so yeah. um, we make sure they're all optimised for Google for Jobs and um, SEO and all of that sort of stuff so we can't just leave that behind if we've got a big Yeah, it'd be interesting so. the,
0: the, to, I can't remember when your new website launched and again I think this is probably quite different compared to, to some other recruitment businesses in terms of that higher volume is, is that your job's you Know it must be the, just the volume of job new jobs yep. all the time and everything like that. It, it was that a key consideration when you were building the website? Is that look, we just need to make this as easy as possible for people to apply for jobs to go up and things yeah, like definitely. that? Definitely, you I o- used a uh, Volcanic, didn't we? Did you? use yeah. Volcanic,
1: yeah. yeah. And I think, um, actually, I've built two websites since being here. So <laughs> the, the one that was originally there, we went away and did that with um, just a, a tech firm, yeah. Um, and sort of. we we soon sort of began to notice that actually trying to then keep that up to date with changes. For example, like Google for Jobs was just costing a small fortune because they weren't recruitment. Specific. Yeah. So it was kind of like, how can we get around this? Because every time something new happens, we're paying a huge amount of development work. Yeah. Where other companies are doing it anyway, and you kind of get that. Brilliant. It is. It's that so, balance,
0: isn't it? It's that balance between, yeah. uh, f- from a from a marketing point of view, um, the purest marketing point of view. It's that balance between creativity and the brand yeah. and making something look nice. Compared to right, what's this website for? And ultimately, especially for you guys, yeah. it's just new candidates, isn't it? Exactly. New candidates
1: all day, every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was that was a sort of a really big thing for us. I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's it, it is hard. We you know we didn't want to just look like any other recruitment website, and we've worked quite hard to ensure yeah. that didn't happen. Yeah. you have got some really good. I think that, uh, that's the thing as well. Isn't videos it? on there yeah. and stuff that other people, are, haven't quite got to that point yet. So we're you know it's just keeping again keeping that. A, above the curve and thinking of new things to put on there yeah i think i
0: like, i i'm, I'm biased because I, I probably look at you know multiple recruitment websites every day in in my role but more often than not i can kind of sometimes i can guess the supplier yep. of the of the recruitment yeah. website when i when i go onto it and that's you know for that's the last thing you ever want to do but i, I do think from from your point of view um you know without. Without bigging you guys up too much, up it. I think it does feel a little bit different. I think it's got the it's got that that balance right. What I'd be interested to explore is that how much does your kind of your candidate and and your client market value the more like high level like content and research type of things? Because compared to I don't know like traditional IT recruitment or exec search, where you see a lot of kind of Really technical blogs talking about things like that. You know, does that does I, I don't know. Does does that yeah. still apply to like vets or people working on reception and things like that? Do you still try and create like the content or is it different content?
1: Yeah, we do a lot of fun content, so yeah. it's more um, our five things only a healthcare assistant would know and yeah. things like that. But it get does draw people in. But we also look at things, um, for example, for nurses. There's a whole suite of stuff about sort of the NMC and revalidation of their PIN numbers, and yep. so that's quite technical to I've them, I guess. have got clue what you were
0: talking about. Like, yeah, exactly. It is take, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly,
1: so um, we do find, I think I think one of our hardest things for us is the, is the client-focused content, and it's mm-hmm. something that we've got a big job this year to really start focusing more on that. Um, some, you know, some of the clients will be really interested, but if we just look at the healthcare sector, if we um, look at care homes, for example, the managers and the people that we target don't actually they're not sitting there at a desk all day they're mm. they're doing their job they're active they're out there they're not gonna they don't really have time to sit and read massive long reports and things like yeah. that so it's finding those things that are of interest to them but giving it in a sort of a bite bite-sized chunk yeah okay? I,
0: I suppose you know the traditional thing for for clients which is probably important for you would be the the salary, salary that salaries it, sa- like it that. sounds yeah. really like boring mm. and it is everything something you know, something everyone kind of does, but if you can make it completely tailored to the clients in terms yeah. of relevance, because that's what they care about, isn't it? it? Is, or trends yeah. up and down. You've got more data than than anyone on the trends in the sector, yeah. so it's using that data, isn't it?
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, I, and we do tend to do stuff like that um, that we'll give to um, give in sort of paper-based form as well. They like receiving stuff that they can then go back to Proper old to remember school remember where they saw <laughs> yeah. on the website. So although it would be published, like the, the uh, consultants will go out with, with that when they go to sales That's visits nice, and things yeah. like that because yeah like i say they don't want to have to remember which website which email it was that they came through on they've got so much so much email traffic and stuff anyway that actually having that that they can put on their shelf and and read when they have got that sort of spare five ten minutes is um, is really key
0: cool any other
1: challenges noted there
2: um
1: it's no, easy isn't it everything that. else is easy a lot yeah, of it is time think, and resource isn't it i yeah. think
2: yeah, just I think once you start, when you've been doing it for a while, I suppose it just becomes sort of second nature. But then you sort of go to, when we go to stuff with like all different markers and everyone, everyone's just got the same kind of moan. Some, someone says something as a speaker <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. And I so would what, say that I
1: think that that's really important. We do try and get out and about and go to conferences. Our apprentice um, is actually out this morning doing um, just a, something local um, for. Facebook lead marketing, yeah. then which will help support her as well. So it might be stuff that we're probably already aware of, but it's building her knowledge first hand on it rather than just us talking to her about yeah, it. Yeah, so I think that's the, that's, that's the key, important. isn't it?
0: There's nothing that's um, there's you know there's no golden bullet or something that's going to completely revolutionise what what we do in recruitment marketing. But if if you can just take a small aspect of what someone else is in a recruitment firm is yeah. doing or or not in recruitment, you know, it might be even one of your, mm. your clients type thing, how they're marketing. Is that if you can just Make a, a few of those incremental changes kind of every every six months, every year type thing that will make a huge difference.
1: Definitely. I would say another challenge, just, just off the top of my head obviously, our business has been established for over 21, 22 years now. Yeah. Um, and um, so it was, you know, an old school recruitment company back <laughs> in the day, you know, working with Rolodexes and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I would say one of our biggest things as marketers is actually. Um, getting that top level buy-in into the technology and not even just from a marketing point even from a say a database point of view yeah. but now you know we are now getting there but we as marketers we're able to say that actually this will give you this 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 and this so you're dri- you're yeah, driving yeah, we're pushing it that, so it's managing actually upwards a massive change yeah. for the business as a whole on an operational level not just from a sort of a marketing a marketing level um, and it's getting that buy-in but you know and it does take time but I think you know we're, we're now know. getting there and we're um where you know there's, there's there's just loads of stuff that you just look at and think how were they not doing that? But <laughs> equally where they prior to me, it I think I probably a had lot. a couple of marketing um people for about two years before me, and prior to that it was just done by whoever was there yeah you know, was like I think that's a common team, thing is
0: that yeah marketing I th-
1: they didn't really have a team as such yeah um, it was just there before. as a support yeah and I've been here four years so you probably look at maybe six or seven years where there's been a real marketing department I guess in so oh, Um, and um, so where I've now been here for four years I've really seen everything I make sure I go out to branches that I understand where their problems lie and I'm like, why aren't you like all this data and what are we doing with it? You know, that sort of thing, so. So obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. but it is, it's about having that, having that buy-in at the top level where you've got, you know, our, our CEO um, is still here, um, has a big presence, um, day-to-day running of the business but he was also on the front line and launched four branches while still being a firefighter and doing all of this other stuff (laughs) so you think he no he does say well I did it and I I didn't need that I did it this way and it's like but everything has changed and actually look at what the competitors are doing look at what technology they're using because it is is important yeah I think like
0: one of the things you said there is probably key is you know beyond the the brand stuff the marketing campaigns and everything is that Regardless of your level in terms of in terms of marketing, whether you're running a department or whether you're new into the business as a grad or anything like that, is that is relationship building, isn't mm-hmm. it? That's the key to marketing. If you can build those relationships with consultants, with the the leadership, and things like that, is it's a lot easier to put forward your ideas and get that buy in, mm-hmm. isn't it? You can't just you can't just sit there in your little marketing team and you know bitch about consultants not doing things and, and worry about bits and pieces like that because you won't get anything done. It'll be, you know, and it's a lot more enjoyable to have your, your marketing campaigns and your marketing activity and the technology you're proposing embraced by the business, isn't it, rather than just the, your, your team.
2: I think yeah. there has been sort of a massive change even in sort of like the three years that I've been here sort mm-hmm. of like the really old school recruiters that are sort of like managers in at branch level yeah. have really adapted to sort of the change and obviously having maybe newer, sort of maybe younger uh, managers come in and sort of show or demonstrate the change that they've had in their branch at our monthly managers meeting has really sort of pushed those people to change the way they work and all has really made a difference yeah there's been i I
0: could there's definitely been a generational shift i think Mm, you know probably probably that like you say that next level of managers and possibly directors have probably grown up a lot more in in the digital age for example and have Kind of being more exposed to new ways of selling and things like that yeah. beyond the beyond the, the rolodexes and the Excel spreadsheets and things. So I think that's probably helping us. And, and you hear it, you hear it all the time now. Is that you know recruiters need to be more like marketers etc yeah, etc cetera, et cetera. i
2: think what they struggle with in terms of sort of like social media is being able to see an instant return <laughs> yeah, so it's like yeah. how okay i'm putting effort into sort of facebook and linkedin but am i actually getting anything out of it and obviously they've got all the kpis and sort of where's your money coming from what, what's happening and so if they can't answer that and sort of justify the time they've spent doing it they don't they can't see their point in spending time on it, but it's understanding how. They have some really good ideas,
1: and that's the the thing when we always just say, if you've got an idea and you haven't got time to sit there and write out a LinkedIn post or a blog on it, send us some bullet points and we will research it and write it yeah and you'll, you'll you. put the meat on the bones yeah we'll put the yeah. meat on the bones and yeah. then you can put that out because it is really important for them to have their sort of own brand as well um, particularly yeah. our sort of our, our more niche permanent recruitment team we're constantly saying to them you need to really buy into this you need to be producing stuff that your clients want to see and your candidates want to see and show you know your field so yeah, um, yeah it's really important
0: i think it's, it's like anything getting once they do it a couple of times, you see a couple mm. of wins. You shout about those wins, and yeah. they can see yeah. it's affecting their commission checks. Is that people start doing it, just it's it's creating really about, the habit, um, isn't
2: it? Sort of like being experts. The RSE done a study so about a year ago now. Um, with sort of what, and people say, what do you think clients want from a recruitment agency? And everything, yeah. obviously, the first thing people say is candidates. But <laughs> um, actually, what they come back with is what they want is experts. So in such a saturated market as recruitment is. Um, with so many different options of companies to choose from, they want experts and specialists in that particular field that can provide them knowledgeable people with degrees and sort of yeah. And experience. it's not bullshit experts is exactly. it? because everyone says they're yeah. an
0: expert, but when you dig into their content or even if you listen to some of their consultants and things, is that they they're not they're just using that as a tagline type mm. thing, isn't it? So you've Definitely. got to do more of it. All right. So you have both been in, what combina- combined seven years? Yeah, four yeah. years, three. Have you got a marketing success each or is it a combined one for the, for the marketing team? Um,
1: I, I wrote one down which I, um, I think this probably does apply to the fact that we are sort of a bit more um, sort of high volume um, yep. and, and, and sort of lower pay rates I guess. Um, we, um, when I first started here, we really were pushing the branches to get themselves on Facebook um, yep. to post in community groups buy and sell groups all of those you know all of those groups that you're sort of a, a member of looking at your local community seeing what's going on Yeah. Um, and we had sort of uh, people moaning about while, rubbish on the yeah, floor exactly. it, it took a while but we now have buy in from every single branch and they're the amount of candidates that they're getting from Facebook just from doing that yeah. but they've also joined specific groups for nurses or healthcare assistants and they'll go in there and they'll post our blogs that we've done yeah. to show that we know what we're talking about and they're helping out or someone's asking what what qualification do I need for progressing this and they're answering those questions. But you know, a lot of people would think, Oh, that's for Link- that would be for LinkedIn or that would be for that but actually with the with the target market that we've got, Facebook that that's where they are. They're not they're not on LinkedIn. These people are aren't, don't probably don't even have a LinkedIn account. Yeah. Or if they do it's been inactive for sort that's of five years. That's interesting. like you that. say,
0: I think a lot of people may yeah. be listening and, you know, I probably even thought about it previously is that yeah, why would you use Facebook? Facebook yeah. is predominantly used, I'd say, by the majority of specialist recruitment companies, or those more exec-level recruitment companies, purely as an employer branding tool to attract yes. people to the business. but yeah it's exactly knowing your candidate market, market. isn't it it's exactly. like knowing their personas and things and yeah. where they you know that, that classic you fish where the fish are type exactly. thing don't you exactly so, yeah.
1: so um you know you're looking at you know who, who is on our things we also use instagram a lot now i think that's yeah. probably yeah more for like something. company
2: culture and stuff yeah. Or yeah. sort of understanding because that's sort of harder for us to target with facebook you can do sort of paid for adverts and actually specifically do it but because scarily it, specific on Facebook. That's one yeah. of the things that I've put down really on here is the, the op, one
1: of the biggest opportunities I think for us is the yeah. fact that we can have a very small budget and get a good, really good return for, yeah. for certain things. Uh, we did a campaign for um the Perm, Perms team here, they were doing some niche drivers, um, I think it was car transporter drivers, yeah. of random things, and we could go so far in, I think we spent about £40 and they got six candidates out of it. So nice. that's and the billing on that was, you know. Yeah, for something. them so that's nothing compared yeah. to you know cheaper cheaper than a job advert so um, well the, the more yeah.
0: niche the more niche and more specific you can get the better isn't it because yeah. you can make the message mm. so tailored exactly because you've chose the exact demographics
1: exactly, exactly. so I and again uh, it's our target market um, and we would have spent a huge amount more than that if we'd put a LinkedIn advert out and probably not got any return on it so yeah, yeah I think um yeah it's
2: yeah, definitely. I think kind of another sort of success for us as a team, as such, is sort of, our, our new website, obviously, is something that was sort of new yeah. to us. And just being able, we recognised that our website wasn't necessarily working for us. There was sort of some tricks that we were missing, I suppose. Yeah. And just sort of the customer journey, wasn't really focused around that, which is obviously so important um, nowadays. So being able to sort of get that through, get that approved, spend like so much time designing it as a team, um, and sort of launched that, um, and in sort of the last, it's been live for a month now, mm-hmm. we've sort of doubled our applications on that, so it's wow. just, in, just we're in a month. Months. So that's, yeah. that's obviously great for us, and we just want to move forward with that and drive more client how, traffic to how it. How long did
0: that take from, from start to finish, so, in terms of, right, um, we're doing this?
1: October yeah. we started so not not too long so really um, and, and you did the
0: design kind of in-house did you or that was all it's all through volcanic oh, okay, so okay. but
1: it's a, we I mean we were so involved you know um, with all of that we were quite yeah. clear about sort of what we were looking to achieve we wanted it to be different um, and so yeah it was heb- heavily that all of the content was written by us in-house um yeah. So yeah it's, it was a it was a yeah. big job but I think for me having got done it twice here the first time was li- as I started I think my second week I had a meeting with with the um, company that they'd already chosen to do the website so I kind of came in a bit but at that yeah. point we were trying to we were trying to tick probably too many boxes and not actually thinking as what is this website really going to be so I had the sales manager saying I want it to do all of this stuff for clients and this person wanted it to do this and this mm. and actually this time it was us as a, the team of marketers that said this is what the website needs to do. This is what we can achieve. Yeah. This is what we're going to give you in return for yeah. the investment that we're putting into it, rather than us trying to answer to so many other people. We were like, actually, yeah. no, we know, we know that hasn't worked. So mm-hmm. this is what we need to do to achieve it. So it was kind of from concept all the way through to now the delivery and the results we're seeing.
0: I think website projects generally, I, I you know, whether it's volcanic, um, any or any other supplier type thing, you'll you'll go to. You'll ask a hundred people and you get a hundred different opinions on all of yeah. the suppliers and whether it's kind of worked or not and do you know what i think sometimes the the supplier is is sometimes secondary to the to the project because unless like what you were saying unless you have that clarity in terms of the the outcomes and what you expect to achieve from it is that if you don't have that it's always going to be a failure to, yeah. to someone but if you've got that clarity you've from got the to, outset you know, it's going to work
1: from the last one it was just all the planning and everything that went, went into it we had done so much stuff before the point where we could even really impact it because it was going through the build stage um and then once we were able to go on i think we put in oh, i don't know maybe 60 70 support tickets within 48 hours they were like whoa you have like you've done loads of work already I was like because we were ready to go we had done yeah. that planning we would we made sure we knew exactly where we needed to be with it. Um, yep. So it was like, I guess, the close project management of that. Um, yeah, so I'd say, yeah, that has mm-hmm. been a, a big success. Obviously we're only a month in, but we've already seen massive differences to the old site. So it's now sort of honing in on that.
0: So yeah, okay, so what's the what's the plan for kind of that now? Because I, I think there's the other, the other thing with websites from some non-marketeers that you get is that when a website's done, it's done and people obsess over every little detail in the lead up to a launch type thing thinking that it's like a like a print brochure that once you've done that's it and it doesn't evolve type thing so what what are your kind of plans for it moving forward in terms of yeah, I think stuff one of things. the
1: nice things about um, about volcanic is the fact that every three years you get a re- uh, full redesign yeah. in, 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 included. Um, so you're already kind of thinking about. So next time from we, design what, what point could we do? And yeah. we're learning from stuff that maybe yeah. isn't quite right now. We're, obviously, we can change change that as we go along. Yeah. But it's like what what do we really want? And I think for us now. It's definitely working on the candidate side of things. A lot of that is to do with the fact that it's Google for Jobs compatible, so yep. that's brilliant. That's that's made a massive difference. But for us, it's um, about client leads now. What yeah. can we do? They're kind of the golden egg, yes, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we're looking, I think for us, it's more about things that we've not really ever um, had um, much, or well, we didn't want to spend much budget on. It's things like pay-per-click and, yeah. and things like that because... We weren't happy with the old website. Yeah. Now we've got a website that we're you're pr- proud, you're proud of. of yeah, um, and actually, we you know it it, it works for you. They're not going to get through to a 4 and have a bug on it and all of that sort <laughs> of thing. That that we that's something really big for us to explore now. And that's um, the thing. So it's, create, it's creating opportunity it exists, for, yeah. for
0: other stuff, even even yeah. the Facebook stuff type thing, isn't it? That you mm. were, you were mentioning is that you could, you, people can either apply straight through Facebook, but they can look elsewhere mm. and think, all mm. oh, right, they're credible and everything like, that. like you say they've got a website that works cool. so, sound, sounds good you, we touched on it a bit earlier about getting getting people involved um, kind of to make your ideas and your marketing stuff a success um, and you did mention that sometimes it's a challenge and especially because you're you know you're spread out across across the country what is kind of your approach to to getting the consultants to I don't know, to to create content, to, to share content, to promote your ideas and things like that. Do you have a specific way of doing it or um, is it just those relationships?
1: Yeah, I think that um, obviously a relationship building side of it is really important, mm-hmm. but we we tap into the way recruiters think. So if we're thinking about doing a campaign or some sort of activity, we're like- You don't want to get into I that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a recruiter, how what, what would make me do? And, uh, and one of the things we found is that competition? They just love it, absolutely love it. So, for example, we launched an app um, about two years ago now yeah. okay. um, for our candidates, so that they can, you know, send in um, send in their availability, timesheets, mm-hmm. they get shift alerts, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and um, we did that as a competition between the branches, so whichever branches got the most sign-ups had a like night out, yeah. uh, a night out. Um, on the company and team building exercise or whatever whatever they wanted to do as a team. Um, and straight away, people are on board with that yeah. because they're like, we've got to beat the other teams. So Tapping we tend to that to try and do that. that competitive nature. Yeah. And we do get quite involved in things like the sales competitions. We help design them and put them together, but we okay. always take feedback. So yeah. we do a lot of surveys with our with our internal stuff, like, you know, what are you looking for? Even on a personal level, like what are you trying to achieve in your personal yeah. life? It might be a house deposit or you're getting married or whatever it might be. I want to buy a new car. Or I want to pay off my credit cards, whatever it might be. Yeah. So when we're going and speaking to them, we're kind of like, I know what you wanted. So yeah. we're like, right, this is how you can clear your credit card debt. You know, do this, do this, do <laughs> this. Great, yeah. So we're, we're quite personal with what we do as well. And, and how do you communicate
0: it, it? internally? Do you, think, do you have screens? Is it emails? So
2: a lot of it obviously is, followed up um, in the branch managers meeting, sort of, Ellie or myself will go in and sort of present the campaign that we're gonna do, and then that will get distributed by email, and then the idea is that the branch managers just go back and feed that back to yeah. them but we also make sure that we follow it up because obviously yeah. things do get missed um, and so it's just making sure that everyone is on the same page throughout yeah. and yeah. if people need support knowing that we are there to help them and that they can come to us no matter how silly it may seem in their head that as long as it gets done and it works for them then that's all that we care about really
1: yeah and we're constantly seeing um, and sharing successes so um, yeah. just a really simple one Um must have been just before Tierney started so not long after I started here we did something really random where we got a load of seed packets and we sent them out to care homes that had got their like gold level CQC like the top level um, of excellence on that and with a we think you're awesome card and whether we supplied them or didn't supply them and from that branches were then receiving calls saying thanks so much for this your recruiters what can you do for us yeah um and then we kind of then pass that on to branch and say you need to keep an eye on this website you do the ones in your area we kind of did it to see how it would work send them something in the post send them a card to say we think you're great at what you do yeah and you've warmed and, them up a yeah we've got, bit. so they've seen the success from it and it's something so simple with again a, a small budget yeah. that has seen returns so we tend to if a branch has had seen success with something that will go out via email saying look it's great stuff that this branch has done. Um, get on board. Do it yourself. Okay. Um, I'd say on the content side of things, we're still, we're still, we still struggle every day with that. T- 2019 you, objective. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, but I, I'd say more and more of them. Um, T and E created a gift the other day for all the new starters and. Literally, so many people are like that's so cool. That's so cool. Can you do one for this job? Can you do one? So it's when they see something like that, they're then they are now coming to us and saying, yeah. make that for me. I want that for my next job. I want this to introduce my team because I need a new team member in my team. Yeah. Like, how? What can we? What can we use this for? So I think they're much more aware now of. The support we can give so yeah. like they're, they're not afraid to ask and i think that's been a big shift as well
0: yeah i think uh, it's, a, it's a struggle because even though we were talking about like high volume and what and what some people might describe as low level roles mm-hmm. type thing is that there is still as, as you mentioned earlier with i don't know some some weird acronym that i've never heard of um you know there, there is still a lot of technical aspects especially in the like in the nhs side mm-hmm. of things and things like that is that you still can't get consultant, or you, you can't expect consultants to be experts in those areas, yeah. is not it? And I think, from a content point of view, sometimes you just have to tap into what they know and what they're good at, and that is yeah. the re- it's the recruitment side of whether it's supplying candidates to that sector, isn't it? Rather than the more um, the more technical aspects of it. I mean,
1: I think we we mentioned earlier about the job adverts. Just just one key thing now is that we. Um, we basically have taken control of it. So they yeah. send us their adverts or their bullet points or whatever it is and we create the content. Wow, um, so you're writing the adverts. Yeah, because it's got. A, we want it to be SEO optimized and we're like, we've just launched <laughs> this website and what we were seeing is because of the fact that we're high volume is that there's so many of the same jobs, every job advert. Our client. And then somebody would be like, I've got a really good <laughs> job advert and then everyone would steal their job advert.
2: And
0: I was like, don't do that, it's that so much That must take you ages.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well,
0: I think
2: so. <laughs> before before we sort of take control of it, we still want them to send it to us in a standard that it yeah. that they're saying to us, yeah. this is what Your should tweakers. go out. Your tweakers. Yeah. So we sort of yeah. design training around that specifically, and/or sort of introducing them to sort of Google for jobs, like so that. They may not be aware of. Yeah. They just kind of get their clients, get the candidates, put them together, but they need to be aware of their surroundings and mm. where they're putting their adverts, why they're putting them on certain job boards, what works for what industry, for what client. Um, So for them to understand the structure and everything that goes into it will ideally make our job easier in them writing them and putting them out I think
0: like over the past 15 years it's probably been my biggest ongoing frustration and battle is recruiters writing job adverts I'm just especially you know more often than not recruiters you hire you know they've been to university a lot of the time so they're quite well educated but somehow as soon as you ask someone to write a job advert something just seems to switch their head where they a lot of people i don't want to generalize just revert to it just to write it like you say just generic stuff and And i think that's key it's that training and uh, getting it embedded straight away is like take this as an opportunity you know in a a job that's that's quite process-led it's quite monotonous from a recruitment point of view is is use that time where you have to write a job advert to, to break out of that monotony yeah. and be a little bit creative and, and, you know, give it a go type a go, thing, exactly. is it? Yeah. yeah,
1: we've now got a half-day um, training course that we've done ourselves that oh, we, we put everybody through um, yeah. within their sort of first two or three months in the company. So they're not sort of left long before they get that full-on full training. Yeah, During their induction, we touch on it. So before they, they get the brainwashed. Exactly. And <laughs> I, think, I think it's... Um, yeah, I just think it is about that knowledge. They don't understand. if They don't understand why it's got to be that way. They're just not going to get it. But, yeah, um, you've got to show, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Rather than just tell. Exactly. Um, and um, so yeah, if we if we go out to um, conferences and learn new things, we always feed that back in as well. So So yeah. might be a tool that we found um, years ago. There was. Don't, it kind of is a bit funny now with gdpr it whether it works or doesn't work mm-hmm. but there's a tool that kind of you search on you can search facebook for um like a job title and bring anybody up in that in, yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. and um, things like that and they were just like this is amazing that's like they we can't target them all at once because facebook will block us but yeah. we can like slowly but steadily work through those people and it's uh, just and it's just giving you more knowledge and, isn't it yeah exactly exactly so i think um it is. It's about passing on knowledge, and um, once they realise that you're there to help them and support them, and yeah. actually we want them to do well. Otherwise, yeah. there'd be no point in us being here. No, so, exactly. So and yeah, you, you don't, don't get anything.
0: That. You know, your gen- mm. moxes generally, generally are trying to help the <laughs> consultant make more money. Yes. Don't, don't get any. In most cases don't get any financial reward no. or anything for the recruiters consultants doing well so exactly. we are trying to help you if any recruiters are listening yeah. <laughs> so in um in terms of the likes of us in recruitment what you, I think you, you mentioned one earlier Ellie is like what do you see as the biggest opportunities um kind of for marketers in um, any recruitment company
1: yeah yeah did definitely mention about the small like being able to make a big impact with a relatively small budget really yeah. um, and being able to it, much you know know what works you don't actually Spend thousands to, yeah, of Yeah, you don't need to need to do that. And it's, you know, it is hard when you've constantly got people coming saying, oh, I've had people from Tesco's ring. Can we go on their board? I'm just like, no, no, you can't. It's not going to do anything for you. I'll spend like a tenth yeah. of that money and do this. Um, but it is, yeah, I th- I'd say that that's a, a massive um, thing. And I, also I think marketing and recruitment is really starting to find its voice. Uh, yep. Even just through this. literally. Through this, <laughs> yeah, literally this but um, the amount of times that you see it and you see, um, you know, you know, the recruiters like, you know, Greg Savage, Jane Osborne, people like that talking about marketing and recruitment. Yeah. Um, It's It's kind of been an awakening moment. Yeah. And I think um, there's been a, been a shift um, at senior level uh, Mm -hmm. across the business, really across the industry of people recognizing it. Um, So, um, and that's only going to get better.
0: Yeah. And I think that's it. it, 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 And marketers have to kind of have to take that chance really (laughs) is, and, and that is, it is to, you know, push, Push themselves into, you mentioned it already, you'll you get involved in the meetings, but just keep pushing yourself. And I remember the, the first episode we had with um, with Audrey, she was saying, just get involved in the conversations, you know, at whatever level, whether it's at a consultant level, team level, branch level in your case, and then, and then ultimately... At a but really into that level.
1: mindset of how your that your business works because yeah. our you know our CEO will look at the way maybe figures are done or this is done very differently to somebody in another recruitment company. Yeah. So you've really got to like buy into, into every. A I'll, sit, like I'll sit. around and listen. I'd like to go in the managers' meetings not just to do my sort of half an hour, forty-five minutes that I do every. How every great month, marks it but is. I sit yeah. through the whole thing. And listen to each of them and what they're saying about their local markets what what the boss is saying about what's going on in the business and what's going on in the industry yeah. um, and how he's viewing things and um, it really helps you then sell yourself within the yeah. business as well because you know Well, how you to can talk. go back to the team can't you and you can yeah. say
0: look we had these conversations is that we've got this ultimate plan for marketing and what we want to achieve mm. but within that we have to adapt now and again for yeah. individuals, for branches, and things like that. Definitely cool. Um, so you know, not sure if you're planning to hire anyone here or anything like that, um, but there'll be plenty of people who are just starting out in, in marketing and recruitment. I hope so, and I hope they're getting value from this. Is like what? What would be your advice to to those people? You know, m- maybe. Whether they're junior people, whether they're consultants who are maybe making the move to marketing, which happens quite often, we had a couple on the show. You know, if you had to give them a bit of advice, what would it be?
1: Um from my point of view, I've seen um now on our third apprenticeship um, in our team, and okay. have seen people grow into new roles t And he started as an apprentice. Yeah. Um, is it a marketing apprentice? Yeah, a marketing yeah. apprentice. So I'd say that that is a good way to yeah. to sort of um, start your career if you if you're coming in sort of that low level. And even
0: if it's not advertised, I tell you what, if you go and ask companies, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah and yeah.
1: I mean, when we've we've been quite, I guess, strict on who we've taken on. So mm-hmm. the first apprentice that I took on she you know she didn't know anything about rec- recruitment but she was really passionate already about blogging and social media and she had her own blog site that no one knows anything about recruitment for. when they started yeah, exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that she'd won awards for um mm. so she was passionate about marketing so that was like a, a huge thing and um for me um and Tierney Candy, she was really passionate about um, sort of introducing more video and um, and, and things mm. like that. So that was a, a thing we were looking to do. So I was like, okay, great, you, like, if you want to do that, you can run with that. that be, that's actually given her some autonomy as well, even just as an apprentice level, yeah. being able to say, I've done this and I've changed, changed something. Actually, don't be scared yeah. to have ideas, is yeah, it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I've, jo- I've said here for anybody at any level, be bold, take risks, yeah. speak out. Make your voice heard. Yeah, um, I say it a lot. Ask for yeah. forgiveness rather than permission. Yeah, sometimes and, <laughs> and be prepared to be able to prove the return on investment. Make sure you are note making note of that sort of stuff. It's yeah. quite typical in a marketing role. It's quite hard, I would say, in recruitment, mm-hmm. but it, it is manageable. So just look at everything you're doing, but actually, also look at it like we, you know, we we've only got control up to a certain point. So oh. I could bring in twelve hundred candidates for a for a branch through a campaign, for example. Yeah. That branch has still got to get on those phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for us it's about it's about um, you know showing that and, yeah uh, and your job and isn't done that, just it isn't once done and yeah. also following it up and being like reminding them like have you have you done this yeah because that can be a frustration that you've done a lot of stuff and you're like where's it all going yeah but, then but that's on you isn't to, it that is but on yeah, you. exactly but yeah. you've also got to understand the pressures and the what's going on in their in their local branch why why haven't they done it? okay well what can we support you to help you to, do, to, to to sort of follow up on things as well so yeah i'd say that
2: I think from sort of my perspective, sort of starting off as an apprentice, I sort mm-hmm. of had left uni, fi- just finding a good company to work for with sort of good values and stuff. That's what sort of we embody here. Yeah. And like our culture is so important So finding a culture fit for you as a sort of young person is so important nowadays. Yeah. Um, and just sort of now sort of three years down the line, under, if I was to look... Did you
0: find Swanstaff or did
2: Swanstaff find you? Uh Swanstaff found me. Yeah. Um and then if yes, if I looked at it now, sort of a few years down the line, it would be finding somewhere that's adaptable to change. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want to go sit in a marketing team where it's very rigid, like this is the way we do things, this is how we are, there's no sort of change. Yeah. Sort of being able to have the flexibility of go out and go to conferences, like do new courses. Um, I think that applies to all. Yeah, levels, and even, yeah, yeah. And even he's even he's your, le- you know, definitely, you know, definitely,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. still, I'm still learning every day. I've recently, you have to. Yeah. Just <laughs> yes. before, um, what, about a year and a half ago, I completed my Google Squared qualification. So to get some top level stuff on that. Yeah. Um, but also I would say, you know, if you're going for interviews, ask, ask the companies, ask people. Are you? Mm. What's the latest technical technological change you've seen? Yeah. What yeah. What software have you invested in? Make sure what, they understand what marketing. Are you looking at in that. If you've not done it, what are you looking at it at the moment? Um, and make sure that they understand the impact of that so that you're not then stuck stuck in a job where you can't expand, you can't move forward because they're just like, Well, we're not changing that, so you have to look at it a different yeah. way because you suffer as a doctor, you know.
0: Yeah. I've 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 left roles for, for that reason where you can you can easily sit sit at your desk and, you know, earn good money and a earn a decent salary, but you know, when it's not getting challenging or you're not able to try new things or or you know, you don't feel like you can try new things, then you know, there's especially in recruitment, there's thousands of recruitment companies out there mm. and there's thousands of opportunities and like you say, just join join a company that a hey, Gives a shit about marketing, but yeah. but B is moving with the times and, and things like that Definitely as well, isn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah, and that just willing to listen. So you know, our boss is a key, a key example. The change that I've seen in him in the four years that I've been in he, yeah. here with the way he views our team and, yeah. and the function of the <laughs> marketing team. Um, and I think that's just because we were able to show impact. Yeah. And he's like, okay, okay, I'm listening now. Like, yeah. you've done that. How have you done that? Um, but even with with the launch of a new website, I was sort of saying to him, "I'm going to need a budget for paper click." I'm going to. He's like, "I don't understand. Sit me down and talk about it." Yeah, and what's it going to get for me? Yeah. Understand how and why it was important, um, and yeah, I think it, even if they're not quite there making those changes, if they've just got to be willing, willing to listen to your ex- expertise, I guess. Yeah, that's it. Uh,
0: You're the experts, and you have to have that um, courage and your convictions that you are the experts in marketing. Definitely. And, you know, no recruiter or anything can tell you tell you different cool uh i'm not i'm not sure if you're gonna answer these last five that we end kind of the podcast on Mm -hmm. as a as a team or individually it's completely up to you individuals
1: with written down answers (laughs) all right good
0: right i don't don't care who starts one marketing tour technology you couldn't live without
2: uh for me it'd be like photoshop and sort of the adobe
0: package i think the first person to say a design package on the show
2: Yeah, and um, I think
1: um, j- just off the back of that, one of the things that we use and we've sort of brought into the team just at all levels is just using Canva, but that we have to produce so much stuff and yeah. to be able to teach somebody, it takes a lot of hours to teach yeah. somebody in the Photoshop. So although we do use it and we've started to teach um, our Ellie, our other apprentice, we've got two Ellie's in the team. Yeah. Um, she, to be able to say this is Canva, this has got your, your branding on it, it's got your fonts just like you can see what we've done mm. it's changed the way that we work so dramatically because she can just all the bits that we need for blogs and stuff yeah she can just churn those bits out and there's so. no
0: shame in using no. canva and things no. like that no. i think uh, there's potentially a little bit of a stigma attached yeah. around around using these platforms and things and think that they're only for like personal bloggers and stuff like that but like you say they're, they're very adaptable type yeah. thing and if it's going to with the high know. level of stuff that we yeah. we have to
1: produce where we've got 17 branches we need to create the same image with different branch contact details on it
2: yeah. like 17 times like and five times a week so yeah. it is just the resources I, but the yeah, I think way. even personally it took me a while to I've just I think <laughs> it, it was that stigma attached to it like <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing something properly if I'm not using sort yeah. of these if programs. I'm not making it completely from a blank yeah. canvas um, <laughs> but now I, yeah it is because of the volume and stuff we have to create it is so much easier and i sort of adapt to that change but still having sort of the variety that the adobe suite offers you you do have yeah you can get quite a lot more technical can't you that's good cool um, the other thing that we wrote down is our selfie lights because we love it <laughs> it <sort of> videos <laughs> and stuff instead of having like it. a full suite of sort of a studio we have sort of a big selfie light and sort of a backdrop and stuff so we can just use that okay. and it's so easy to like transport we use it transport. for the headshots for
1: all the staff all of that sort of stuff yeah. we take it away around to our like quarterly meetings that we have with everybody and get people talking in front of it do you know what I
0: think things like that uh, it, it, you know, that little bit of investment does mm. make a lot oh, easier, makes sense, doesn't it? just we Rather do than now thinking, oh, oh, I've got my iPhone, you, yeah. you go against the white wall type yeah. thing, it's like, you know, spend a couple of hundred quid, get the yeah. equipment, and you know that it's going to yeah. have that standard exactly. completely. Favourite brands?
1: Um, only really recently for me on this one, but okay. um, over the past sort of twelve to eighteen months, I love what Lidl do. They're just opportunists. Yep. They yeah. they just pick up on things and run with it, and it creates so much. Like sort of media storm around it. Yeah. I mean, it gives them the quick win that they that they're looking for. Yeah. Um and um yeah I, I like the fact that they sort of pick up on what other people are doing and twist
2: it in their own little way. Yeah. So, they, so they're,
0: yeah. they're kicking and punching yeah. the big the traditional big boys a little
2: they bit are. more, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, my from a marketing perspective, again game would be sort of McDonald's. They sort of use uh, Opportunity They so like their flat white advert to sit on the back of a billboard. So on one side it was Costa. Oh, yeah, the other that. side yeah. it was McDonald's and sort of like their TV adverts with um. There was one recently with a boy He was in a queue um, behind this lady and he's like, oh, don't worry, like, go in front of me. And then he went to a job interview and she was the person who was interviewing him. Mm. Was just little different things that they do, um, I think sort of really cute.
0: I think with McDonald's as well, is that yeah, they've got this amazing bounce back ability from mm. like scandal and, and yeah. things, you know, healthy eating, which is obviously a big topic now, is that they, they seem to be able to, to adapt quite quickly always an interesting one sound or noise that you love
2: um, glasses clinking at the end of the week so
0: ah nice <laughs> yeah.
2: um, as a parent of two young children
1: <laughs> I should say silence um, I feel but, you um, <laughs> I feel popcorn you popcorn popping I think for me ah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah that's good, that's good. and then w- and then when that becomes silent as well yeah. you know the popcorn's <laughs> you know ready, so ready so ready you me. get, you get a both of them there um, so other than other than marketing type thing what what kind of job job would you like to do
2: Um, As a proper job, I'd say (laughs) I like sort of design work, so I'd like to go into graphic design, but I'd love to try recruitment. Like, wow. So we we'll give like, training and stuff about oh, it. Like, absolutely
0: s- astounding. No, I want
2: to it. The talk can do this, this this way and do it that way, but can I do it, like, could I do it myself?
0: Get an internship
1: sorted. <laughs> get her on the phones for a month. We have talked about
2: doing sort of a week
1: in someone else's shoes here, which <laughs> would be quite good fun, I think. Um, Love it. And I put down property developer for mine. Interesting. Good.
0: Yeah. Best one. Favourite swear word?
1: Uh, fucking... <laughs> Great. There you go. I go, go.
0: <laughs> cool. Uh, that's a wrap. Thank you very much, you two. Uh, next week is the final episode of series one of The Lonely Marketer, where we're joined by Chris Howard. Um, don't worry, though, uh, we've already lined up some brilliant guests for series two, which we'll be announcing shortly. In the meantime, please make sure. You head over to thelonelymarketers.com, subscribe to our very infrequent emails, and keep up to date with the future events and podcasts. We speak to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you.